0: Oh, spicy sweats! Coming through.
1: Hey guys, you're listening to Drunken Uncultured.
2: We are a drinking problem masquerading as a pop culture podcast. I'm Lindsay. I'm Stephanie. And we are back for a very spicy episode. This is also our first episode that we're actually recording
1: uh, cross-country, too. Yes, yeah. Um, but I think this is something that we've both been very excited for, um, and we keep like alluding to doing this, um, but uh, glad it's finally here, and this is probably like one of our dream collaborations. So um, keep listening through for an intro we get right to it. Yeah. It's a long episode.
2: Yeah, it, this is a long one. So buckle Worth up. Worth every right. second, though. Yeah, absolutely. So the way we always start an interview, even our friends that we've had come on a hundred times, we always make them do it. So we do um, your name, your favorite beer, your favorite piece of pop culture. And that could be anything that you associate to be pop culture. And then a weird fact about
0: you. All right, yeah. All right, cool. Fuck it. Um, my name is Kyle Janice, owner of Seuss Air Hot Sauce. Uh, my favorite part of pop culture, is that the second one?
2: You can go with that. The second one is your favorite beer.
0: Oh, favorite beer? Um, favorite beer, it's... Ugh, I hate to be that guy, but it's just high life. I hey, drink so much all high good. life now.
1: You're not the first Jeez. person that said that either.
0: <laughs> all right, good.
1: We got called out on our Instagram for like posting. We did a power hour, um, or pa- we call it, we did a power 69, just 69 nice. minutes. Cause <laughs> we were those kind of people. Um, and somebody was like, craft beer, not crap beer. And we were like, we're drinking 69 shots of beer in 69 minutes. You're drinking something good that you yeah, can get. Yeah, you give me, it. yeah,
0: I'm going to spend a ton of money so, or drink or like a, what? I'm going to drink a 10, 10.5 ABV stout. Yeah, right. get out of here. Yeah. And just
1: get wasted. I would have 30 oh, How do you get second. alcohol poisoning? Yeah. So exactly. We're, oh, We're yeah. big uh right. Life fans. Cool. All
0: right. Good. So I'm good, in good company. Um, uh, favorite pop culture? I think it has to be the KFC Double Down. <laughs> That's awesome. The, K- <laughs> the KFC Double Down? I forgot is, about that. It's the perfect sandwich because it's the most flagrant, <laughs> like, mid 2000s American bullshit like and people still like if you say double down like people know it hasn't been on a menu in a decade. Yeah. And it's still it's still with yeah. us, it's still in my arteries as we speak.
1: I don't think that can digest. It's like the McGangbang. It's like the McGangbang, Bang, where, like, you can never, once you've heard it or, like, seen the idea, like, it can never yeah. leave your brain. <laughs> Thinking of that, though, so I remember the Double Down
2: came out, I was in high school, and one of my teachers was, like, super young and just trying to be cool, and he convinced a bunch mm-hmm. of us to skip class, go to McDonald's and KFC, bring the Double Down and the McRib back uh, into class. <laughs> And then we ate it during class. There was like a class of like 15 people. It was super like a weird artsy class. That's amazing. Yeah, it was great until the vegan in the class threw a fit and complained to the principal. But it was still funny. Ooh. We watched a bunch of high school boys just devour the double down and the McRib all at once.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's... I know that they give teachers grants for different things. Like, I don't know. Like what they do in the classroom. Like the amount of time out of class they provide to kids... But that teacher should have gotten some kind of award for just allowing that to happen.
1: Were you a senior? I was a senior, yeah. Yeah. Was it mm. like the summer?
2: Uh, was it during the summer? No. It well, was... like the,
1: right before the summer. Oh, <laughs> sorry. I think it's, like it must have like, been spring cause
2: semester because like, none senior of us year, gave like,
1: shit. Right at the end, nobody did anything yeah. and you could just do whatever you wanted. That sounds about the time frame. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, um, so then the then, last one is
2: a weird
0: fact about you. Uh, weird fact, I've been to uh bef- before I turned 26, I'd been to all 50 states. That's really? impressive.
1: That is super cool.
0: Yeah, I worked uh I worked doing uh production and merch work for the classic Dad Rock band Chicago. Oh, that's also super while,
3: cool. <laughs> I love
2: Chicago.
3: (laughs) I love that. So, so got to go
0: like to like Norman, Oklahoma, and Dublin, Ohio, and just anywhere there's like a casino where they would pay a lot of money to watch some old rock stars play music. Do you
2: ever have to work Council Bluffs, Iowa?
0: Oh, the Harris Casino Council Bluffs, Iowa. You bet, yeah. (laughs) Um,
2: so I lived in Omaha for six months when I just graduated college, and we used to always drive over to go over there. And my one of my friends that still lives in Omaha could hear the music from his apartment.
0: Oh, I bet, yeah, because it's like right, it's literally on the bluff over the river, pointed out towards Omaha. Mm -hmm. So no, that's that was actually a really cool venue. Um, I saw definitely like the best of the casinos what yeah. that's awesome at the
2: casino yeah. yeah it's like an outdoor like amphitheater <laughs> thing they played at the casino oh so like
1: not a traditional casino no and, and then like alabama shakes slots.
2: played there when i lived there like it was like big names came through cool yeah
0: they had like we were the one of the summers that we did like that circuit we did a bunch of like the harris properties and we kept we were the show behind kesha <laughs> like for about three weeks and we would know like and it wouldn't be every day but like every other but we'd walk out like you'd get off of the bus and walk towards the stage and if there was just a trail of glitter you knew that Kesha was the last show they had
1: this is dollar sign version Kesha too
0: yeah, so like oh, all yeah. The glitter. oh yeah oh there was glitter like she would steal things from green rooms and I guess just leave <laughs> underwear in their place like she just, she just had a big energy going, and oh, I love, love her, her for it. That is a lot of energy, and I, I do
1: love that. <laughs> uh, so let's get into the beer. Stephanie, what are we drinking? So today, we, well, all three of us have Beguile Beer,
2: actually, uh, because I shipped this to Lindsay as well, so it made it out to San Mateo. Um, we are drinking Scent with Celebration, which is a hazy IPA. And then, Kyle, what are I you drinking?
0: It. I have the the classic beguile blonde. Oh, what a um, treat! I I don't like blonde beers except for this beer.
2: The the addition oh of the
1: honey is really nice.
0: Yeah, it just it's super fresh. It tastes like summer, and that's definitely what's needed right now.
1: That's a good one to do beer moses with too. Oh yeah.
0: Ooh, I haven't done. Okay, that's gonna be my breakfast. Stephanie
1: got me into Beermosas. I thought, like, the idea was super gross. Um, and I think she did it with something with Lagunitas. Um, uh, a little something-something, I think, is the first yeah. time we did it. Um, but I've done it with baguette Bl- Blonde and it's fantastic, yeah. so. A good option if you want a Beermosa one day.
0: I, I appreciate, uh, you guys classing up Beermosas because I spent all summer drinking brass monkeys, which, uh, just <laughs> Mickey's, just Mickey's and orange juice. <laughs> like the, like the, like the shitty or like liquor store orange juices, the juice that's just called juice. Yeah. 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 So I'll probably get diabetes, but you know, that's
2: <laughs> Hey, we're all so, dying um, someday. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So... Set with Celebration is a hazy IPA that is made with Sabro, Citra, and Mosaic, mosaic hops. Mosaic?
1: I don't know what Mosaic hops are, but...
0: Exclusive you... to the Beguile Brewing Company.
1: <laughs> yeah. You definitely get the mosaic. You get the earthiness that I associate with dirt flavor. So we like to... Um, we have a running joke that
2: if a beer tastes like dirt, it's got Mosaic hops. Because it's an earthy flavor. Well...
1: We joke that like the word earthy just means it tastes like dirt. Not that the beer tastes like dirt. No. We just like joke that it tastes like dirt. Um, but you get a lot of like the earthiness from it. There's also like a really nice uh, hit of hop, um, and it's kind of reminiscent of like a West Coast with the hoppy, like resiny flavor.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and then you get like the hazy sweetness. There's a good um, citrus punch to it end. as well. Yeah.
0: yeah. Ooh, that's one of that's one of the few beguiles that I haven't had. Uh, I don't think I've ever tried that one, so... I
2: picked it up... I've never <laughs> heard of it. Fairly recently, actually. So they did, they've did. they done a couple different scent-with blank beers, I guess, mm-hmm. that are different versions of a hazy IPA. Because Beguile doesn't do a ton, a ton of, like, hazy stuff.
1: No. So this has been kind of different for them, but Yeah. Um, you also, so the can says, um, it has intense notes of citrus, tropical fruit, and a hint of coconut. Honey malt adds a touch of sweetness to round out all the notes, like a happy little song, a song about celebrating good times. Come on. This one's set in celebration. Um, I don't get coconut. I just, I was just thinking about that and you said coconut. I mean, I get a little bit of like
2: the, um, like the mouthfeel of like a tropical beer, but I don't necessarily think I would say coconut. I wouldn't either.
0: Yeah, just off of the way you guys described it initially, that would have never came to mind.
2: Um, So do you have three words, Steph? Um, I'm going to say piney, citrus flavor, well, citrusy. Um, You always (laughs) pick. Oh, are you going to say the same ones? No. And then I was going to say earthy is the last one.
1: Yeah, I would say resiny instead of piney, um, smooth, and then
0: earthy. And then if All you right, want to describe I, blonde, yeah. Should I describe uh, the lovely, the prolific Begala Blonde? Yes, please yep. do. All right. So the Bagao Blonde is an American blonde ale brewed with honey. Uh, according to the label, it's brewed with locally sourced Midwestern honey our blonde ale is clean and balanced with subtle fruity notes in the fermentation profile and a dry finish, pure, drinkable goodness makes our most popular beer. That's kind of a weird read near the end there. Uh, I don't know if it was the accent I was trying to put on or – I don't know. I'll get, I'll get back to that. I'll talk to Kevin about his copy. Um, 5.4 alcohol by volume. So, yeah, this is – like I said, this is just a good standard like – I mean, I knew during the course of this recording, I was probably going to have a couple two-tree, so wanted to keep it light. Um, I mean, yeah, it's just, if I had to pick three words, smooth, bright, and crispy. It is crispy. That blonde is a crispy boy. It's a good one. Yeah. It's a, it's a crispy boy. I mean, just, uh, which I would also use those same words, three words to describe the KFC double down. (laughs) Two very different experiences.
1: Have you had them? Have you, I mean, obviously you can't get double downs now, but have you tried to recreate the double down at home and have it with the beguile blonde to see, you know, which one you prefer?
0: I have not, but, uh, I think, I mean, there's nothing but time right now. So that's probably (laughs) going to be a weekend activity.
1: Yeah, that's a good idea. Cool. Um, So, we um, obviously love Soothsayer. Um, Big fans. I think the first time we had ever had Soothsayer was at Wicker Park Fest or Due Division? It was one of those on Division. One of the two on Division. I think it was probably Due Division because it was on Division. Um, But there was like a stall and maybe I, I'm assuming were it, it working, right? you were. <laughs> it was probably <laughs> you working. It was probably, it was,
0: it was like there, if you had to go like for the amount of times that we've done street fest and different events like that, I would say like out of all of the time, 90, at least 95% it's been me behind that booth. Okay.
1: Yeah. I would imagine it was you. Um, and we were just like st- strolling and trying hot sauces. Um,
0: <clears throat> I found it. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. One of the punch cards. That's awesome. <laughs> I was going to say, I have a punch card uh, somewhere. <laughs> I, I uh, miss when I could do things in person and actually, like, punch cards.
1: <laughs> so, I bought Rod Ombres. Same. Ombres? I did, too. Ombres. Um, and it's, I mean, one of my favorites, hot sauces. I, like, we tried it there, and we immediately obsessed with it. I went through a bottle very quickly. And I think that's, that's really how we found out about you. Um, and then from there, as we were reordering, we tried different sauces. So I just to say like, we're big fans. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. and so like this Thanks. interview came about because we were just like posting the hot sauces we got and started talking to you. Um, so very kismet and very exciting to do this, this podcast with you, Kyle.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm very, very happy to, to be here. Excited that, I mean, when we were, I mean, we started talking about it when I was delivering hot sauce to you yeah. around the holidays Yeah, yep. and it was just like, and I like wanted to ask about it, but I didn't want to be like, Oh, like, I, like you guys have a podcast. Can I be on your podcast? But I was like, like, no, like I really like, like, cause I've listened before. Is like, I really like, like your guys vibe. Like it's beer. And like, I know that you guys have been involved with like, like have gone to and done stuff with like Riot Fest and everything. So like, this is a perfect match. 100%. Oh percent yeah.
1: right. We love Rife so much. Um, we're gonna ask about that in a bit too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, I you guys, your brand, um, everything about soothsayer I feel like really hits home for us. So that like we we love everything that you Thank do. You. <laughs> um, like we'll send like before we virtually met uh, would send like your posts together. Like when mm-hmm. you did the drop in December, uh, Steph and I were like talking about the spicy pants that she's I'm actually (laughs) I'm saying I'm actually wearing (laughs) yes that's so awesome (laughs) Um, and just like love what you do like every like every order I've gotten I've gotten a koozie and we both collect koozies like crazy um and it's so exciting to get that and like be able to like have a hot sauce koozie um so getting into some of the questions we have um I think the first thing that we wanted to know really was like how did you get started in hot sauce
0: Um, so as I had mentioned in my, uh, weird three facts, uh, I used to work for the dad rock band, Chicago. Um, and that was, I did that the summers, like the last two summers of college. And then as soon as I finished up, like I literally, I took my last final and 16 hours later was on a plane to New York to go like start a tour. Um, and so I did that for three, three more years after school and just traveled all around the States. And like, I mean, just middle of nowhere places. And like, we stop at a truck stop. It's like, oh, they have some hot sauce that was made in like Norman, Oklahoma. Like, And so I would do that and steal hot sauce from catering and <laughs> got to travel abroad and would pick up like weird European hot sauces, which uh, I will just put out there right now. At least at the time, there were no good hot sauces in Europe. <laughs> Everything was horrible. Uh, Very vinegary. But did... Huh? Is it very vinegary? It's very vinegary, like very bland. There's not okay. much heat to it. Like it's like, if you've ever been to like a steak and shake and they have the little thing of like the peppers in vinegar, yes. but like it just, doesn't vinegar, taste like anything. That's, yes. that's exactly I... it.
1: I'm glad you said that because I've tried those things in Steak and Shake and did not understand what they were supposed to be. Other than I definitely think vinegar.
2: I ate one of those peppers like straight <laughs> out of there. It's was, like, like sports same. pepper
1: just in vinegar, but yeah. like uh, there's a point where like the sports pepper doesn't have any heat anymore because yeah. it's just sitting in vinegar.
0: Yeah. I was just like, who, who's that for? Like who's, who's that trying the to The people impress? that
2: are regularly yeah. going to Steak and Shake, that's who it's for.
0: That's that true. was me in that... college. <laughs> um... Frisco. See, so yeah, I got to like oh the Frisco. I steak and shake rules. I, I have, <laughs> oh I love I no, steak and
1: shake. They're hot sauce. I have no
0: hard it. feelings about steak and shake <laughs> aside from the weird peppers. Yeah,
1: just the weird peppers. Everything else about that The Frisco great. melt. It's, like a killer. It's such a great combination <laughs> of flavors.
0: Um, so yeah, I had like I had collected hot sauces every every time I'd go out on a tour. Like I'd bring back anywhere between like three and like. 15 bottles of hot sauce. That's a
2: big range. And
0: this was, it's, still well, tours were different lengths. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I was bringing all these back to a one bedroom apartment in Edgewater. And so it was already like filling up most of the cabinets. Um, I mean, I didn't really cook that much at the time. So there was not really much else in there. But when I got, went to move, uh, I was like, I have over 120 glass bottles And I'm sure that you've had experience like moving records, moving dishes, moving anything like fragile and heavy. And so I wanted no part in that. So I lived across from the Mariano's on Foster and just every day after work picked up a cheese pizza and went home and grabbed a dozen hot sauce bottles and sat down and was just like, all right, what? Like if if I like it, if it's good, I'll toss it in the fridge or toss it back in the cabinet and go on. Like Otherwise, it's not worth the hassle. And over the course of just like boot camping myself through hot sauce for about two weeks, I actually had a palate for it. Like I kind of knew looking off the ingredients, like, oh, I think I'm going to like this or I'm not. And that just really sparked my curiosity of, like, how do you make hot sauce? Like, I know I like this. Like, I just want to eat this mm-hmm. and not have to worry about wasting money or wasting food. And so, I mean, just... The real, the real story. The the story I tell at Dew Division and Wicker Park Fest to uh, the mid 30s moms is a very different one. But I just got high as shit and googled <laughs> how to how to make hot sauce and just like sat there and like looked at different forums and everything. Like this this company is founded. It's a high idea. The totally whole thing like. was just like. And so I just started playing around and like around that time I'd moved to Logan Square, so I would access to all the wonderful mercados around where it's incredible produce for super Mm. cheap and more selection of peppers than you'll find almost anywhere else. So it was just kind of the perfect opportunity to just say, fuck it and started making it.
1: That's a really good um, origin story. I know. I love the origin story. (laughs) Got bit by a hot sauce spider essentially. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's awesome actually. So that kind of, we have a few questions that were initially in the list, but that, like, leads me to the question that, like, a different one, um, is, um, my favorite thing, and I think Stephanie's as well, about your hot sauce, is that, like, one, it's not insanely hot, even though we both love, like, ridiculously hot, like, melt-off-our-face hot sauces, but mm-hmm. it's got so much flavor. Oh, 100%. And I think that's the reason we love Soonsayers so much, is that, like, beyond the hot, there is also, like, these little, um like snippets of different flavors that you get from it. And like, I don't care for a hot sauce is just hot to be hot. Like I want it to taste delicious. Um, So like, where do you get some of these ideas for like different flavor combinations? Like you have a strawberry lavender hot sauce. You have like a curry habanero hot sauce and a ginger hot sauce. Like how do you come up with these ideas that like work so well together and then manage to make it hot, but still keep those um, little, like the flavor attributes for it.
0: So it's funny that like you mentioned those three exact sauces because (laughs) they actually it's I mean, it's a good it's a good that it all kind of like those are ideas that work together because they all came about in the same way. So the ginger habanero we did with the band Make War Mm -hmm. from New York, Uh, the mango habanero we did with Jeff Rosenstock. Also from Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Uh, if Jeff is listening, hi and I love you. If Jeff, uh, if Jeff is Jeff listening, hi is... and okay. I love you. Hi and we love you. I haven't have talked to him in over out to a year, Jeff. but I'm just going to be like, just please listen to this.
2: Please um, tell Jeff that we love
0: him. <laughs> I will, I, I Jeff, we love that. you so much. <laughs> just the best. Uh, no Dream, Album of the Year 2020, hands down. Um, and then the Strawberry Lavender we did with Turnspit uh, from here mm-hmm. for their LP release. And so, like, when I when I started the company, and you can kind of see it if you look at our website, there's only three sauces on there that don't have another name attached to them. Mm-hmm. And those are, like, what I made in, like, high to my mind in the kitchen in Logan Square, just, like, with random produce that I got recommended from, like, I didn't know what a Manzano pepper is when I use it as an ingredient just because like one of the dudes at tony's recommended it
2: Ah, but tony's. all of those other
0: sauces tony's
2: and logan oh, tony's.
3: <laughs>
0: um but like when i talked to make War, they're like we love ginger we want it to be a ginger hot sauce when i talked to jeff he said like i love like i was like what spicy food do you like he's like i love curries like i love asian spicy food and that just kind of came in because like i And wanted to do something in that realm. And I also have uh, my friends, Sean and Chelsea. They run LFK Spices here in Chicago. Mm. Um, And they have an incredible curry blend. And so, like, I'd always wanted to work using some of their ingredients because i got to know them. They're great people. And so that just worked out. And then Turnspit, Jillian was like, we like lavender in a hot sauce. And that was just... Cause I'd known Jillian and she'd talked about wanting to do a hot sauce for a while. And I was like, all right, cool. Like you got an LP coming out. Let's do it. This will be great. And when she said lavender, I was like, do you fucking hate me? Like <laughs> <laughs> but you want, you want me to do what? Like one of the, one of the most delicate flavors. Like when mm-hmm. you think lavender, you think like potpourri, hand soap, mm-hmm. and like the half of a donut that's left in Like, a a random 12 box. Like, you only, like, you only want a little bit of it, and it's generally not something you want to actively, like, ingest and have that be the main thing. At least that's for me.
1: No, that's a really good point. Like, lavender has a very, like, um, astringent, like, clean quality. Um, To bring that into a hot sauce is just wild, because it's obviously not, it's, like, the opposite, you know?
2: Honestly, when I Uh, think of lavender, I just think of that time we were in Canada... And you bought like a butt ton of lavender at and Bulk I, Barn. I never used. We, we made lavender simple syrup at one point, but then you still had like yeah. half of the bag left because we just got had, like, really fucked up in Canada and we're like, Bulk Barn yeah. is the
1: best. And we bought <laughs> a, ton a pound awesome. of lavender for like $10 and never used
0: it. I I still have, there's still some dried lavender out of the same bag that I used to make the first batch of turnspit hot sauce. I've used the same bag of lavender for shit sure, like three years now. So like it's lavender pungent. lasts. Yeah it does. Yeah. yeah it's very pungent. I don't have uh, that lavender anymore. <laughs> well you've moved twice
1: since
2: we bought that yes. lavender, so it makes sense it did not last through two moves. Yeah.
0: If you did move, especially two moves one being like out of the city and kept that lavender. Actually, I think I, re- I respect that move.
1: Um, no, commitment. I'm the kind of person that, like, whenever I move, I, like, evaluate what I have and decide if I want to keep it. Or, if, like, if I haven't used it, I will throw it out. And then two weeks after I throw it out, I need it. <laughs> um, so, like, I'm literally the, or, like, donator or whatever. Like, I'm the kind of person that just cleans house and then immediately needs whatever I just got rid of. Um, so I think I probably got rid of that lavender. I got rid of that lavender in 2018. I think you got rid of it when you moved from
2: Lakeview to Wicker.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I, I did bring like, all the hot sauce, though, so that was not... That came in the car <laughs> with me. So during your december restock i think i bought like eight hot sauces i bought one for stephanie as part of her birthday gift and actually i dm'd you about this um and this is like the first time we talked because i asked you if you were bringing back malort face because i wanted to give her a gift of malort face mm-hmm. for her birthday and uh you're like yeah actually it's coming back Shh, don't tell anybody. yeah <laughs> <laughs> um and so i dm'd her and i was like I didn't DM her. I texted her and I was like, listen, you're going to see this. Don't buy it. I don't want to tell you where I'm getting it, but obviously like, you're going to buy it if you see it. So like, just don't buy it. Joke's um, on
2: you. I bought myself one anyways. So now I have two.
1: I have two as well. <laughs> um, so you talked about the collaboration aspect. Oh, um, also, I wanted to say before we move off of this topic, you mentioned the three hot sauces that are not um, like a collaboration and those are Omen, Harbinger, and Perdition, correct? Yep. So, um, just for anybody listening, if you want some hot sauces, I mean, just look at the entire catalog cause they're all yeah. fucking fire. Oh, yeah. Um, but those are the three that he mentioned that Kyle mentioned that are um, non-collaborative. Um, the next question I think we had was, um, and you kind of alluded to this was how much of a collaborative effort is it? Um, when you have like these collaborations with artists, so do they try the sauces, um do they just tell you like so you mentioned they tell you the kind of what flavors they like but do they tell like do they try it and then improve it because we both work in um we both work in r&d for food so so like i guess really because we've worked in our we work in r&d we kind of understand like the collaborative aspect of r&d especially when you're doing um like a collaboration with somebody else so um how much say do they get do you, the people you're the artists you collaborate with get in like the final flavor do they ever say like you know it's not hot enough or like not enough of this or do you get like the final say just kind of based on what they um what flavors they want to incorporate
0: so it really uh i mean a like definitely do appreciate this question i mean it's definitely like i don't i don't know if i've been asked this necessarily <laughs> in a interview before so also <laughs> like very glad to talk about it um It's really, it really depends on what the artist, like, the level of involvement they truly want in it, um, because I think the, like, the strawberry lavender sauce we did with Turnspit, like, Jillian had mentioned wanting lavender, and I think I, I ended up with strawberry lavender prop, I think I saw a soap that was flavored (laughs) that, but, like, I don't think that, I don't think the band tried it at all before it was released, um, so that one was just like we want this, we trust you, and show us. We'll we'll see the final product. Um, but like when we did. Uh the collaboration with Elway for Peppers in a Scotch Glass, which just took first place in an international Yay. competition. Yay! Oh, congratulations! congratulations. That's awesome. Thank you. Congratulations! <laughs> I, should, uh, I should have had the trophy ready because it just looks like a giant glass butt plug, and I hate it. Oh my gosh! Can you send us <laughs> a photo yeah. of that, and we'll put I, it on I will, Instagram. I will. That's yeah. We'll use that as the promo. Yeah. Which oh my god! It's I was like. I've won. <laughs> I've won awards out of this competition before. The first one I did, it looked like it was, like, a smaller glass butt plug. And I talked a bunch of shit about it online, but not <laughs> under my account. Okay. Like, I didn't you say anything officially, like... Because I was like, well, I don't want to piss off these people that just gave me my first major award. But then I ran into the guy, like, a year later. And he's like, oh, how's the old butt plug doing? And I was like, how the fuck did you know that? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: That's hilarious. Also,
0: how are my... Also, how are my entries doing this year?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if... The, well, it might be, like, a joke, because, like, hot hot sauces, when they run... Like, when you have too hot of a sauce, and it runs through you, like, it's, like, plug it I, I had not I I, even if it's, thought like, a of joke. that.
0: I hope... I don't think this guy was playing that, like, three-dimensional chess to, like... To be like this is this will be hilarious and like people think it's weird. No one will really talk about it. Like I don't think he's sharp enough to accomplish that. But I really hope that that was the case. Um, that's really but, funny. Yeah. Oh, side butt plugs aside. Um, <laughs> when I when I was doing the Elway project, uh, their bass player Joe, I met him through the punk scene here. Mm. Like, got a Quenchers and Crown Liquors. R.I.P. to both. Oh, R.I.P. Um, Crown Liquors. I love that.
1: I love Crown Liquors.
0: Yeah. Two, two big, two big holes in my heart. Uh, probably better for my liver and wallet, but I, I'd rather the opposite. Um, so Joe actually has made his own fermented hot sauce by himself for years. Um, and so he really like, we went from like, we met and talked about it. We did test batches together. Like that was like, the artist was there every step of the way. Uh, he actually has his own hot sauce company now called uh, I think it's Joe and Marty Hot Sauce Co. Which I found out that they wanted they designed the label and then they realized they call, should have called it Joe and Marty's Hot Sauce Party. And I'm really petitioning that's so that they,
2: good, oh, rebrand. Yeah, like, I even re-brand. want to like I
0: will pay for new labels for you guys just to do that uh, yeah. because that's what it needs to be. Um, so yeah, it's really it's really all over the place, but we'll usually do like. Collect some information, say like, alright, great, I'm gonna test like test out a recipe, and then usually I do two or three different tests on the original idea. So playing around with like level of complementary produce, mm-hmm. whether that's like fruit like strawberry lavender, or like how much mango do I need in a mango curry mm-hmm. to have the mango come through. And then play around the curry blends, play around with the pepper levels, and usually I'll present two to three different options. Because they're all they're close but differentiated in enough of the categories. so it's pretty much like one control and two samples, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and to see like what they gravitate towards, and it's usually usually it's test batch two or three samples, and then we'll have an idea of what the final product would be.
1: Mm-hmm. So not a ton of iterations from there. So.
0: No, generally, generally within three attempts will have what will be the final product. Man, that's faster um, than we do which, product
2: development. <laughs> Same. <laughs> uh, Same.
0: Though, the only exception for that would be the Malort hot sauce, which took 13 versions.
2: It's okay. so good. So those 13 versions definitely pay off.
1: So I have it was, not tried it was worth that. It. Um, Lindsay! Which, I, I have so many hot <laughs> sauces open. Um, but we can do, we have a plan for something later, um, that we can, we can do. (laughs) Um, that's super cool though, that, that, you know, it kind of depends on who it is, um, for the level of collaboration.
2: Before we get off Um, collabs, I do have to ask a selfish question. What's it
0: like working with Jeff Rosenstock? He is a super nice guy. Um, We were so I've wanted ever since I started the company. Like I didn't, I didn't go into this thinking I was going to do band collaborations. Mm-hmm. But, like a lot of the idea and like what got kind of the push to go from like making it at home to like I just want to open a business was like going down to Fest in Gainesville mm. and seeing like so many different Lindsay. independent artists like really.
2: <laughs> That's Lindsay really went doing to college in Gainesville, so.
0: Oh, hell, oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, just when when the black shirts take over for the weekend, um,
1: you buy a lot of so, PBR.
0: Uh, more PBR sold that weekend yeah. than any game day creators.
1: Uh, I, I used to work in like a higher, not super high end, but like a nicer restaurant, um, and they had a location downtown. They're like, "This is the only time I'll stock PBR in this restaurant." <laughs> And, like, you, they just sell it to people walking down the street. Fest in Gainesville is wild. And, like, you wouldn't expect a town like Gainesville at the time. It's, like, kind of up and coming again. But um, you wouldn't expect a town in like Gainesville to have, like, a huge, huge punk festival that is, like, yeah, countrywide. Yeah, it's, it's wild. Yeah.
0: Like, I, the first time I went down there, I was like, how is this here? Yeah. Like, because nothing about it. Because, you know, like, you walk into bars like... I mean, cowboys. It's literally the punk punk weekend at the cowboy bar. Yeah, um, it's just yeah, it was wild. But so eight like seconds. that, that it was a big one. Then, as soon as I like, after we sold at Fest the first time, I got approached by so many bands that wanted to do collaborations. Mm. It was like, oh well, I've never considered this before. Like, I mean, I just I just bumped into what had become the crux of our business. Yeah. Um, and so as soon as like that became an idea, I was like, I want to make a hot sauce with Jeff Rosenstock. I was a huge bomb the music industry fan oh, yeah. like me and friend like yeah. me and three friends road tripped to New York City to see the last bomb shows. We drove because two of our friends wouldn't fly and we're just like, all right, fuck it, we're still gonna go. Uh but I I got to work with Jeff because I asked a bunch of people to bug him on Twitter.
1: <laughs> oh my God. So if we bug him on Twitter he might listen to the podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's, it, you know what? It worked before. Uh, listen, just, I like, own I enough up of his
1: one...
2: vinyls. The least he can do is oh listen God. to my podcast. Yeah, same. <laughs> same. Between uh, that and Antarctica Bespucci. Awesome. Ooh, I've got everything. And his oh, yeah. solo.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, and Jeff's solo. It's just, I'm, I'm very pleased to have gone from, like, a big Jeff Rosenstock superfan to now making... Uh, hot sauce for both sides of Antarctica to Vespucci. Yeah, because
1: you did Born no. Hot. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah. So, while speaking of collaborations... Actually, before we get into... That was a huge nerd out for like... a second.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll nerd well, about if I mean, we can talk about Jeff, the music of Jeff Rosenstock for the rest of this podcast and full Oh, time. for sure. I'm sure we could.
1: Well, so, fun fact, I had never heard of Je- Jeff Rosenstock until um, Stephanie... I think not long after we met, mm-hmm. three ish, four years ago. Yeah. Um, like, I, we were going to hang out because we were, like, work friends um, at Revolution Oktoberfest. And she was like, You need to come in time to see Jeff. And came in time. And I was like, This is fucking amazing. What the fuck? How have I never heard this? Um, and then became a huge fan after yeah. that. Like,
0: it was. I mean, that that show it in was was a particular fantastic was show. so much fun. He did, oh. it, The band played so well. And it was mm-hmm. just. Oh, I miss Street Fest. Uh. I do too. Oh my god,
2: that show was crazy in particular. That show was fantastic. I just remember, we have a friend of ours that's a very small woman. She's very tiny, and she was wearing her glasses, and I just remember someone hit her glasses and I just caught them in the air. And I was like, (laughs) I
0: don't know how that happened, but here's your glasses back. Did... Did you go to get food afterwards, and you were just, like, catching flies with chopsticks?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Afterwards, actually, we went to... Because that was the year that Riot Fest did the Riot Feast. So
1: we went to the Riot Feast afterwards. So, and we went to Oh, you had a
0: punk-ass evening. That's awesome. We,
1: like, took the blue line. And this is when I lived in Lakeview, too. So we took the blue line, essentially, to Riot Feast, which is around the corner from where I lived for three years later on. And, like left, and I was pretty drunk, so I was like, I don't, I don't know where I am. Whatever, I'm just gonna Uber Oh home. yeah, you had no idea you
2: lived around the block from there. No, like and then I eventually moved there, and then <laughs> found out
1: like, because it's a, it's a record store bar, like Dorian's, um, mm-hmm. and was, Dorian's was like, this is where Rye used to be. And I was like, oh, fuck, this is like a two-minute walk. <laughs> um, That's
0: awesome.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, it was a great night, um, uh, very I was, I was like obsessed with Jeff after, like, I think not long after that, Post came out, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and Post is probably my favorite album of his solo. No Dream. Um, no Dream It's my favorite Jeff. No, it's post.
0: No, no Dream's great, but Post is back to be- wall-to-wall bangers, the yeah. whole album. the
2: whole album
1: slaps. It's so good.
2: Well, what's even fun- um, what's funny, too, with that, though, Lindsay, Like the first time I ever found Jeff was because he played Pitchfork that same year. And so I had Got like it. so you didn't. Oh, yeah. So that long I before. like to make a playlist of like everybody cuz I had listened to bomb the music street bomb the music industry in college. So like I never like put mm. two and two together and then I like whenever I, I go to so many festivals that whenever a festival comes around I make like a Spotify playlist or whatever of every single artist that's playing and then I'll just play it on shuffle. To be like, oh, you know, oh, like I, I hear this artist, maybe oh, I like him. I'm very thankful for that. And so I found Jess and I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. That. And then like, it took me several years to be like, I'm
1: sorry, he's from where? <laughs> yeah. And then you introduced me to Artigo Vespucci yeah. probably like a year later, I think. Um, so I guess I'll ask this question later because it doesn't flow well. But um, moving in from collaborations... What is your dream collaboration?
2: Besides um, Malort,
1: because you've already done it. And besides us,
2: I mean, because, I got, you know. That's
1: our-
0: <laughs> I mean, we. I have the Highlight Collaboration podcast right now. Uh, I have the Chicago Handshake. I've collaborated with both Malort and Old Style. Wait, um, when did you
1: collaborate with Old Style?
0: So, uh, we've done Hot Sauce. This will, well, it would have been the third year uh, for the Old Style. Old Style now just Chicago Pizza Summit.
1: Um, oh yeah, okay, yeah, okay. okay, I don't think I don't think I realized that was in collaboration with Old Style too. Like.
0: Yeah. So we uh, the most recent batches of it. Uh, I mean, anything in the last like, I mean, since 2019, um, we pulled the branding because the uh, person who invented it, Anthony Spina, he was the brand manager for Old Style and left them. But still, like, I mean, the pizza summit was his baby. Mm-hmm. And uh they quite foolishly just were like, Yeah, okay, whatever, you can have that. Uh Got it. like, yeah, whatever. No one's no one's gonna care about this if old style isn't attached to it. And then he sold out two sessions at Theater on the Lake in twenty nineteen. Yeah. So. uh but yeah, the the original branding on it was all old style, it's brewed, it's made with old style beer. Oh, That's really? Super
1: awesome. I so my first 2 years here i think i was obsessed with old style um and then move well it was hams and then old style and now it's just straight up high life cuz i can't get old style out here
0: it's i mean just it's a way to progress through midwestern shit beers. Yeah.
1: yeah well it's there's something about the midwestern shit beer that's so delicious too like it's so good like, like a lot of people just drink ship beer as Bud Light, but the Midwestern ship beer is, like, a different tier it's of so good like, ship beer. It's so flavorful. It'll still get you fucked up. Um, and it's just, like, light years beyond, um, like, glo- like, global ship beer.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have, I have no time for, like, I won't even shotgun Bud Lights at this point. Like, I just have. <laughs> oh, God. Just, that's definitely no.
2: I didn't shotgun <laughs> a Bud there. Light. No, I was gonna say I thinking thought... of shotgunning. Oh, no. I shotgunned, I so shotgunned on Christmas. I shotgunned an escapist by
1: Temperance.
0: Jesus, really? Yeah. Um, oh, you're braver. Than I. <laughs> it was not. There
1: fun. are like, it's funny how like beers like that just kind of make me gag a little bit. Like things like Bud Light. I think when I was when we went Stephanie and I went to ra- see Radiohead, and I had bought like a Green Line. Um, no, uh, Goose Island IPA, and my now ex bought me like we had separated, whatever, and he had gotten me like a Stella, and I like was gagging as I was drinking the Stella because I had given Stephanie my Goose Island. It's like it's fine, I won't make you drink this. It's so it's gross. Bad. Like there's some there are some beers Stella. that are just like not good.
0: Stella's rough. When when I was touring, uh, that was on our bus rider for the longest time. We'd like every show we get like two cases of Stella and two cases of Sam Adams. I was like, these are the worst of each category. Yeah,
1: like. they really are. I agree. I would agree.
0: Yeah, I mean that's what happens when you have fifty five year olds making yeah, that's rider list.
1: That's fair. Okay, so going back to the question I had, because we never. Oh yeah, so, oh yeah, so dream, dream collaboration. Dream collaboration.
0: <laughs> Uh, off of that tangent <laughs> I mean I think at this point like i i do feel very lucky to say like most of my ideal collaborations i 've already been able to do i have uh i've one in actually two in the works right now that have been on my list for a while
1: um well excited to see that we 'll buy it
0: i don't uh I probably you don't
1: shouldn't. No, no, don't
2: say yeah, it, if don't you don't want to say it, yeah, it don 't say
1: it I, I, don't say it.
0: I live want regardless. to. I want to real bad, but like I can't right now. Uh, but I think if I had to choose one, it'd have to be every time I die. I fucking love that band <laughs> so much. I like, haven't thought about that band got... in a
1: long time. I haven't either. I, haven't uh, either.
0: I, I have a ticket to their live stream event tomorrow night. It'll be the first ticketed live stream I've done since all this shit started. Uh, I I love everything they do and. Yeah, I just like want to do the collaboration. If anything, just like hang out and drink with those dudes because I've yeah heard nothing but good things.
1: That's awesome. Um, Well, I'm very excited for you to launch these two upcoming hot sauces, and we will be buying the shit out of it because it must be hot sauce. So, delicious. Lindsay, this
2: leads me to ask you a question now: If you could make a hot sauce in collaboration with anyone besides me, Harry Styles, Harry Styles. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's a good answer. No, I'm kidding. That's a good answer, no, though. was <laughs> yeah, you know a good
0: I, answer. That was salt.
1: <laughs> well, we joke about the fact that, like, I I sent Stephanie a text. I, like, it was 10 o'clock my time at midnight her time, and I was completely sober. And I was like, I have a crazy confession. Um, sometimes I cry when I think about the fact that Harry Styles is out there living his life and he's not dating me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sober. Sober, this
1: happened. No, 100% sober. It was like a Wednesday night, 100% sober. I literally woke up and I was like, what?
2: But also, that's. And
1: then you are like, I'm screenshotting this. Um, What about you?
2: Oh, that's hard. Um. Trying to think who would be down to do a hot sauce collaboration. Oh, I don't
1: think Harry Styles would be down. To I do think a hot he sauce
2: would.
0: Sauce. Oh I yeah, think no, he's this adventurous. Is, this enough. is reach. Reach for the stars. Yeah, whatever.
2: Um, if I had to pick a musician, I think I would probably pick like Thundercat because I think he'd be down Ooh. to do something Asian-inspired. Be because awesome. he's very big that into like, anime and Asian culture. So I think like an Asian-inspired hot sauce would be really fun. That would be super cool.
0: I would, I would love answer. to do something with Thundercat, but I don't, like, I don't have the creativity to even, like, talk to that no. dude. <laughs> no. Like, I don't know what, like, you're operating on a different level than oh, yeah. anything I've experienced. You have to
1: watch a bunch of, like, Master Chef to, like, get the flavor combos and then steal something from them.
0: Oh, I've definitely, I've, I've borrowed a lot of ideas from, like, other, like, yeah, I've, I just sit there, like, I mean, I just get high and watch, like, Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives, and it's like, Guy, oh, we're, here in, we're here in Bangor, Guy Maine the man. world's craziest lobster shack, and I was like, you know what? Those would be good. Like, ooh, like, tarragon and that? That'd be cool.
1: <laughs> he would be a good person to do collaboration with. I know Guy Fietti gets a lot of uh, flack for being the person that he is, but he's, like, legitimately a wonderful human being. Mm-hmm.
0: He, in the first, like, two months of the pandemic, he gave more money to restaurants than the federal government did. That's not surprising.
1: if you think about it, like, Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives, like, features mom and pop restaurants and gives them, like, press. And he, like, he's not going to big restaurants. He's going to small places that could use the press for it. And he's just doing so much for the local scene, um, so, like, I know he gets a lot of shit for being, like, the person that he is, but I think he's, like, fantastic. I'm here for it. Love him. I love him There's so a,
0: there's a comedian, Nate, whose name is Shane Torres, and he, like, got, his, like, break was, he has a bit on why Guy Fieri's the best person ever, and we're all <laughs> wrong. Uh, you should listen to it, because I think, like, very much the same page. Like, he just goes around supporting local businesses, and, like, Having a good time. Like, he looks like an asshole, but, like, no. come on. I'll, I'll forgive him for that. I'll forgive um, the tips.
1: I agree. Um, and I'm just going to disclaimer real quick that I'm not an asshole for saying it. Guy Fietti he said that's the way to say it on Hot Ones.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, he, I... I, I just want to make sure that
1: people don't think of being, like, a pretentious asshole. <laughs> oh,
0: no, no I mean, we know like, you are. I mean, you're, risk see <laughs> if anything like you're respecting like that's a show of respect and that's like i appreciate that i love that it also just froze on you giving us the finger
1: 100 that's awesome um, <laughs> um so we talked about your dream collaboration um you this is just like a random question that we have in general but you obviously have some like really cool names that you have to go with these collaborations so like Death Rosenstock, a fantastic name. Oh, it's a great name. Yeah. How do you come up with some of these names that like Yuri currently using?
0: So uh like Death Rosen Sauce in particular was so this was like when Jeff like first started doing solo stuff, mm-hmm. he had a shirt that was uh the Dead Kennedys logo with like DR and it just said Death Rosenstock and I loved it I like I still own that shirt and so when I was talking to him he's like oh like what like what should we name and I was just like so this is what I've been thinking like <laughs> and that was all like I was I was pretty set on that being the name uh and luckily he was cool with it but like uh Make War came up with Rad Hombres cause that was that all kinda came together right like shortly after like the whole Trump Bad Hombres thing and they are mm-hmm. just like fuck that fuck this guy like, we're making this our own. Um, Peppers in a Scotch Glass is based off of an Elway song, Whispers in a Shot Glass. Mm hmm. Yeah, it's Peppers in a Scotch Glass. Uh, there was a run of that put out there with the wrong name. There was. Somewhere out there, someone has a bottle of Peppers in a Shot Glass. There was, like, I think, 70 of those produced uh, because I sent the wrong file to our printers. Um,. But yeah, I mean, it's it's largely based off of a lyric or a song name or something like that. So that's that's been easier. But I mean, I I have a whole book of just weird, spooky names.
1: Oh my god! Love that's amazing. it. Here for it. I love that. Yeah, that's amazing. Um. So we have a similar questions for Malort, and since we're going into Malort... I suggest that we now take a shot. Yes, I brought my um, bottle. You have the Jepson's bourbon. I
2: brought uh, my Steph little have... my little beer glass shot glass.
1: Oh. I don't did it go, I still go... don't have shot glasses. <laughs>
2: well, I was going to bring a beaker over, you know, one of the OG boyfriend breaking bad beakers that he's had forever. But one of our <laughs> friends got us these cute little shot glasses that look like little pints.
0: That's God, awesome. Yeah. That I have a couple like that for like when I've gone to like beer fest and like, it's like, Oh, I'd like a taste of that. And they're like, here you go. Like, here's a shots worth. And I remember thinking, I don't Is it still? No, I have it. it well, it was like right that. behind me. I have one of those um, for like furkin fast.
2: Yeah, I have a couple like little ones, but these are literally like shot glasses. They're just so tiny. Yeah,
0: that's cool.
1: <laughs> I'm just drinking I uh, assume a shots amount out of a mason jar cuz I have oh, never owned shot out of glasses this that... time. No, I have glasses. <laughs> oh okay.
2: Good for you. Oh.
1: So there was a good bit of time while like living out here that I had like no dishes nothing i was like, eating off of paper plates and like a couple forks that i had brought in the car with me um so i was drinking beer out of a teacup and like i was we were on video once and she was like i thought you were drinking a beer and i was like oh no i am it's just in this
0: teacup um
2: i posted uh, that's, the, fa- that's
0: fancy as fuck i posted
2: yeah. that photo to our instagram page of like the yep. teacup with the magnolia beer but let's do the shot of malar yeah.
1: y'all cheers all right cheers cheers Okay, so let's talk a little bit about Malor face, which none of us made. Um, no, because we all
2: drink Malor. We have no face to make. Yeah.
0: Professionals.
1: Yes, we are professional Malor drinkers. I have six bottles. I think you brought seven. six with you. I think seven. Yeah, you got to
0: you got to stock up. That's true.
1: Um, I think I have six because I bought a case. So during Christmas, they only were selling cases of like the Christmas one with the ornament. Um, normally it's 12 bottles. Mm-hmm. So I bought a case of six and then I have the Revolution Malort still. Uh, so with Malort, what was the like process behind, you mentioned like 13 different um, iterations of it. What was the process behind it? How has it changed between, you know, the different versions that you've done over the years and like, how did you really get introduced to like Jepson's and like c- creating this collaboration?
0: Yeah, so, I mean, as soon as, as soon as I started, like, making hot sauces in different flavors and getting into collaborations, I mean, that was, I mean, I was 25 or something like that, and just peak Malort, Logan Square bullshit shenanigans. And so someone's like, you should make a Malort hot sauce, and everyone at the table laughed and like, yeah, right. And I just sat there quiet, like... Oh, shit. Like, that was like the gauntlet was thrown down um, to make the, the inedible, the undrinkable liquor in edible food. Um,
1: depending on who you ask, and, it well, is a yeah. very depending on, depending on who you <laughs>
0: ask.
1: It's it a very is, drinkable liquor to us, having just done a shot of it. But, yeah. <laughs> like, do you, do you drink Malort? as you're trying the hot sauce to make them complimentary or do you try to find like the little subtle notes of like grapefruit and Malor and like the bitterness of like black pepper to kind of bring that out in the hot sauce to make them kind of like complimentary.
0: So, I mean, I knew from the get go that grapefruit would have to be involved. Like, I mean, obviously it's so heavy in the profile. Um, and then the bitterness. And so as I was testing out different, like hot sauce recipes, when I first started the company, one of the things I tried to do, because, like, I love pickled banana peppers. Like, I'm, I'm sure, like, pot bellies to blame for that coming <laughs> hey, into my life. that
2: Midwestern... We talked about Midwestern beer. We're talking Midwestern hot sauce. <laughs>
0: Mis- Midwestern peppers. Yeah. Like, we want a pepper, but we don't want it to be spicy. Um, so I knew that in doing old test batches that when I made banana peppers mixed banana peppers in with the hot sauce batch that they came out pretty bitter, even though like it was just boiling them in vinegar and spices and stuff. So not dissimilar to pickling. Um, so then it became like, all right, so I have grapefruit and I have banana peppers. And then the question became like color played a major factor into what we could do because it's already a pretty rough sell to offer a Malort based food product. Um, and if I did it, and like it was banana peppers and something, and oh, I'm just looking at the color, the, the way
1: we're both looking at the color, the way.
0: <laughs> it's like the way you held up and looked at that malort bottle. I was like, I'm trying I to hope, understand like, I hope what I would, the
2: color that you're trying to pick up on is. It's like a golden yeah. color, so like that yeah. that
0: yellow, like yeah. I wanted like gold and like like very vibrant. So I knew if I used really any of the produce that we'd worked with before that would come out like a deep orange or like even like a brown Mm -hmm. and that would just be bad. Um, So we ended up settling on yellow ghost peppers as the spicy variant of it. Um, And so it was just like testing, like once I kind of figured out what the three main ingredients would be, it was just testing ratios and things like that. And it was so, the reason it took 13 tries is because For a batch of, I don't know, I would say, like, our test batch is usually around four bottles worth of sauce, so 20 ounces. Um, And a single teaspoon of Malort, either way, would throw off a whole thing.
2: Oh, wow, wow. It would go
0: from, it would go from, I don't really notice the Malort, to, holy shit, this is too much Malort, in a single teaspoon over 20 ounces.
2: Wow. Yeah, Okay.
0: Yeah, so that's like four bottles. So I mean, like, I'm still so bad at like, the, the teaspoons to tablespoons to ounces conversions. Um,
1: teaspoons is three, teaspoons is one tablespoon, and I don't know the ounce yep. ratio.
0: I only and know. so that I one. know, like, like for six, don't know. 16 tablespoons is a cup. I actually, like, I could probably do that math if I ever really thought about it. But it's just like, a cup I'll, is I'll, eight
1: fluid ounces, so if 16 tablespoons equal one. Um,
0: that's too much for me. So if, ounces, go, so if you go, so if one two. cup eight ounces, so like, so one to so change two, the two tables to change the ingredient level by one sixtieth of its entirety completely changes the whole yeah. profile.
1: Yeah, and I'm sure that's hard to do in like a small scale when you're doing that little, like to make those precise measurements.
0: Yeah, but I mean every everything we do, like every single thing, is scaled up from that four bottle level. So if it doesn't work the first time, it's not going to work when it's a hundred bottles. Um, so it's just very difficult to see because it was something where like the edge was very easy to pass over. Mm-hmm. Um, you are either mm-hmm. too far or not enough. And, uh, again, just drinking and smoking with my buddy Mike one night. And we're just like, we're just going to keep testing Malort hot sauce until we get it right. Or we're out of Malort.
2: Honestly, um, I we were heard, drinking
0: a lot of Malort, so
2: I've heard worse, you know, situations. So
0: Oh it was it was a perfectly great evening.
2: Yeah.
0: Um so yeah, it was really it was really temperamental to work with, but like I mentioned, like I'd known Sam who worked for Malort and I told him that I was playing around with the idea and I was like, Do you think Jepsons would be interested? And he said, Absolutely, like they think this would be really cool. Like so his story is he got brought into being on the Malort team because he was working at Patty Long's on Diversity. Oh, yeah. Selling selling bootleg Malort shirts. Like, Patty Long's was technically the first Malort bar. Yeah. And he was just, he had, like, a core regulars there who just loved it. Like, he, his fandom was pushed on to everyone there, and it just took off and became this thing, and they had never had merchandise, so he just started selling, like, bootleg screen Jepson shirts
3: and Jepson's
0: lawyer came into the bar one day with a, in a briefcase, there was a cease and desist and a contract and said, (laughs) like, we, like, we weren't offering like merch or anything like that. So like you weren't encroaching on our revenue, but like, also you can't use our trademark, but also we love what you're doing. And would you like to work with us or would you like a lawsuit? Like, I don't know. Which do you feel?
2: Yeah, totally.
0: And, Dude, I love that. and so knowing that I was supposed to have sent Jepson's a letter of intent telling them that I was working on this, that I plan to release it. We were supposed to get together and meet and talk about it. And I was 26 and drunk on my all the time. So I didn't do any <laughs> of those things and put it out there. And like at that time I had, uh, a direct line to editors at DNA Info Chicago, oh, yeah, like yeah, the old yeah. news site, that was, like, hyper neighborhood-focused, and so I told them, I was like, hey, I'm gonna be putting out a Malort hot sauce at Cole's Bar two weeks before Christmas, I only have 50 bottles, tell people. And it went nuts, like, we, like, ABC Chicago covered it. Oh, wow. Like, I was getting, I was getting calls from, like, every radio station um people freaked out and like the publicity was huge that first day and i was laying in bed and just exhausted it was probably like 8 30 and i was just like cool i'm tired i've talked to so many people today and i get a call from malort's lawyers (laughs) like hey like hey i'm so-and-so like representing jepson's malort i'm like oh hey good to talk to you i guess He's like, we should probably have a meeting. I was like, we probably should, yeah. And uh, I got called into their downtown legal office and just like in an official boardroom, and brought some hot sauce and they went and got some Tostitos. And, like, like we want to try this. And it came out at the end of the meeting. Like, we wanted two things. We wanted to try the sauce to see if it was good, and we really enjoyed it. And we wanted to see if you were a douchebag. Oh. And I was like. <laughs> And cause this is like the, the law firm was like something like daily, like the name daily oh, was yeah. mentioned of that, which is like yeah. huge, sh- sh- like Chicago yeah. political capital. So I was a little nervous. And then when he said that and he paused and I was just like, is this a fucking TV show? Like, did he just dramatic pause me? And I was like, well, am I a douchebag? And he's like, no, I think you're really nice. I'm like, thank God. <laughs> so we don't think you're so- a douchebag. So that it's day I got not. a contract instead of cease and desist.
1: Very nice. I think that's, I mean, that's a really cool, that's really cool that Malor, like, was happy to collaborate and, like, the stories that you have mentioned that, that they, like, one, did not understand, like, that they should be branding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And, like, the the hype behind Malor. Because you mentioned that, like, you didn't think it was going to be a thing, a big thing doing a Malor hot sauce. And, like, you're obviously sold out now and you've been sold out for years after doing this. Yeah. And, like... Stephanie and I, when we first discovered you, like went on your website like, a couple days after and was like, "They make, you know, Suzanne makes Malor hot yeah. sauce," and like constantly we're checking over the years to see if you were making more, and you never were. Um, so I feel like it's like this like hype hidden release that you do, um, that is fantastic.
0: Yeah, I mean, thank you, and it was. It took off to start, and it was really cool to work with, like, Jepson's and to have, like, the owner of Like Je- I got to hear so much of the backstory of that company and how they came to be and, like, how they're so focused. How they're based, like, just their presence in Chicago and everything around it was really cool to hear. Yeah. And then, I mean, I was kind of nerve. Like, once CH bought Malort and brought it back to Chicago, I was like, all right, cool, like, this is great. They're bringing Chicago's liquor production back to Chicago, but also like CH distilling is a legitimate operation. Yeah, Like Jepson's Malort was like the, anyway. I can't remember the woman's name, but like it was, she owned the company like because her and her late husband had owned a bunch of like weird sixties and seventies liquor companies. And Malort was the one she kept, and so I knew it was, like, kind of a family operation. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know, like, if CH had any interest in even fucking talking to me. But, uh, Tremaine, who's the owner, like, I wrote him out of the, like, this was maybe September, October 2020, and it's like, hey, like, I'd really like to bring this back, like, I want to use it to raise money for organizations in Chicago, and just kind of spilled on and he's like yeah yeah let's do it like and i was like and he's been super supportive the whole way out like he gave us a really good deal on our licensing for the Malort branding mm-hmm. explicitly because as soon as he heard he was like was like yeah like i don't i'm not gonna make i don't want to make my normal money because i know it's gonna sell out like we need to do stuff for people right now and so i mean we did the entirety of uh the sales of Malort face from this past year went to Meals on Wheels Chicago, yep. and we were able to provide food for like 600 people, yeah, which is awesome. Like that's mm-hmm. that's insane. Um, so I mean, I'm just glad to have worked with cool people on the Malort project from start to finish.
2: So, well, that's I'm going to say that because I was going to say similar to all of this. So, like, you've done been able to do like quite a bit of fundraising through the soothsayer brand so can you like talk about a little bit about the collaborations and like the work that you've done within the community because obviously malort face did go to a charity organization can you talk about some of the other charity organizations you've been able to partner with
0: um yeah no i mean we've we've done so many groups over the past number of years i mean this year's this year's holiday focus we had Lord Face was going to Meals Uh on Wheels El Scorcho that we developed with Johnny Kaufman at Goose Island went to uh, Lurie Cancer Center because he's a survivor who was treated there Uh, my mom and uh, one of my very good friends both passed away from cancer in 2019 and so he approached me at the end of 2019 with the idea and it was just like fuck yes absolutely like whatever we can do to help uh after School Matters was a big donation center for us this year. And we've worked with them now for two or three years, and it's just a great organization that just provides like out of classroom opportunities for different kids all over the city. And the way that they set up their organization is great because like the like, they listen to kids. Like right. what do you want to learn? Yeah. What do you like what do you want? Which I think is a very different approach than a lot of education has.
2: I think that's um, different than what we all grew up with.
0: <laughs> yeah, everyone's like, like Christopher Columbus sailed the ocean in 1492, and that's all you fucking need to know about it. And it's like, well, yeah, the ocean blue. That's that's not the uh, if if anything, like I mean, the dates are maybe right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, we did. Uh, the first day of Trump's presidency, we hosted a multi venue all day show at Quenchers and the Mutiny. And we I remember money for, when that uh, was a
2: thing. I remember hearing about that because Mutiny, oh, I used to love Mutiny before it closed down.
0: Yeah, but no, like, I mean, we did that to, like, I mean, we did uh, Planned Parenthood and Coalition for Immigrant and Refugee Rights and. Uh, Center on Halstead were the three for those. And so, I mean, it's just something like I've, I grew up with like, a uh, a mom who was like very involved and active and just like really Tom was like, if you have the opportunity to take care of the people around you, do it. And from the second that this became my dumb little spicy soapbox, <laughs> uh, it was just like, well, I like, I mean, I've never, I've been doing this for five years now and like, I haven't paid myself out anything like i just get to go do fun stupid shit like like i mentioned before like i was still i was supposed to in 2020 quit my day job and do this full time obviously that didn't work out because of uh the whole global pandemic thing but like while i was sitting there with like a paycheck and healthcare still um it didn't feel right to profit as a company and so yeah we just gave all the fucking money away
1: so I I know you don't do this for like props. Um, but I think that and this is something Stephanie and I talked about before having like talking to you whatever ever. Um, but there's something about like your favorite brands having that point of view where like the community matters yeah. just as much as oh, like yeah. my brand matters that like really hits home for us and like I think after like, one, when we were buying um, this December, and Sam Malore Face was donating $7. You were donating $7 per bottle, and, like, it's a $10 bottle, so, like, it was $3. That was just for your own, like, ingredient cost. Um, we were like, that's fucking amazing. Like, he's not taking any money for this. But then on top of that, you had some issues with the printing. And um, when you announced that, you're like, I'm, we're eating the cost. Nothing towards, like... All of the money is still going towards this uh, charity, and we're still donating 100% like the hundred of the $7 per bottle that's, that's going to hit the company. Um, it just makes us want to support you even more. Oh, yeah, 100%. And I just want to say, like, everything that you've done to that extent uh, makes us, like, bigger supporters of you, and it's just fucking insane and amazing how much you're doing Thank for you. the community. And it, it really does... I think for at least us, and I assume that there are people out there, like, most of your um, customers, I would assume, are the same way, that they are just like, this is amazing and I need to support this company to, like, any means possible because they're doing this amazing show. Oh, yeah. 100%. Because, like, uh, I mean, over the summer, I believe, I think I bought, like, five or six hot sauces and you donated the money to, um, what was it?
0: We did a uh, My Block, My Hood, My City and uh, Chicago Freedom School.
1: Did you not do Brave Space Alliance?
0: Oh, no. I just, like, every now and then, i just be drunk in Venmo Bravespace, like, a hundred bucks. Okay,
1: so, we, um... I, I do love... Like so I do love I think that. <laughs> Yeah. So, I, I think that, like, I mean, we bought a bunch of hot sauce this summer because you were doing a lot for the black community, and a lot of, like, really super local um, charities that were doing really good work for the black community in Chicago, and then, like, outside of this podcast just want you to know like all of that means so much to us and we're so happy to support you like oh, yeah. also get 100%. amazing product, Thank you. but like because you're doing such wonderful shit for the community it just makes us bigger supporters
0: well i mean i i wholeheartedly appreciate that i mean too like the label thing like that was one of the fucking most stressful weeks i've ever had because, I mean, it delayed, like, we had we had more orders between, like, between Thanksgiving and the end of that weekend online than we'd had in our first three years operating a web store combined. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden, it's just like, oh, I have to delay this fucking product for everybody. And so it's just very stressful. But the whole, like, that was a non-decision decision. Like, it was just like, well, I'm not, this sucks, but, like, this shouldn't take away from what we're doing for these groups. Mm-hmm. And just, I mean... We've done a lot over the past couple of years, but, like, this year in particular was just one, like... Because we... Souser Hot Sauce doesn't exist if I wasn't involved with the punk community and I didn't have so many people, like, really have my back from the get-go. And, like, I'm as you've both seen, like, the punk community is very, like, community-oriented outside of what our own little bubble is.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And between that and, like, my, the way... I was brought up and like again to have a wonderful mother who was very focused on like who like we're good like we don't need more who needs what we don't need or like what we don't absolutely need right now um and so as soon as like things came up this past year like i mean the start of the pandemic was like all right well we're just going to give all our money away to the restaurants and venues and bars that have done us well and then when protests started up it was like i to go out there and sell a hot sauce while everything is happening. Like, I'm not I'm not obtuse in the fact that like I'm a Polish white kid from the Midwest. Like mm-hmm. my culture didn't put fucking anything towards hot sauce. And just like, I mean, yeah, you just have to No no business exists in a bubble where it's just like I'm cool and this is what I'm doing. Yeah. Like nothing happens without community and we just want to Try to make our community stronger and more cohesive and just I mean let people know that like other we give a shit <laughs> like
1: yeah I think that's very evident like without a question. Thank you. So I know I said I haven't tried malort sauce, so I'm gonna try it right now with people. Oh shit. Ooh well so I don't think we're not gonna have time for this, but we had on um, like the list of things that we could potentially do um we the, the two of us have three i of have your a spoon sauces, as well really the
0: same and a hot sauce. <laughs> um, oh a little taste testing
1: yeah so we're gonna do a taste test but i don't know that we'll have time for it um just because if we're there's if along, there's one but... to
0: taste test uh the malort one is a... dude
1: i um so the first thing i noticed about the malort hot sauce is that it's like your hot sauces are a little bit more like thick the malort's a little bit more liquidy. How many c's? Not that like I mind either way. How many c's? Um, the normal hot sauces are like four c's. Thick. Yeah, they're thick.
0: Oh, we we like to have some thick boys. Uh, oh, as as like, a thick ooh. as a thick boy myself, um, like to keep it on brand. Uh, but yeah, this. I mean, like I said, the way that the way they worked that out, there like
1: banana peppers in here, right? Yeah, that's like the first note I get. That's super good.
0: So it's like you get the banana peppers, and then you get the malort taste, and then mm-hmm. the ghost pepper heat kind of finishes. And so then you get the
1: acidity from the grapefruit. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's really good. That's really fucking good. How have you not Thank used you. this? No, yet? just Lindsay. I use it on everything. I have like ten hot sauces open. <laughs> I have twelve. I.
2: Because
1: I'm using this boy. On everything, I am too. I've got this one handy. I've got uh, this one handy. I've got a. I go one through handy. this so quick. So death rosenstock, I or rosen sauce. I think I go through a bottle like a month because I just pour. It I've on also pizza, got my. Uh, pizza. Yeah. I've got my typesetter number five. Omen. Yeah. <laughs> Omen. I go through a bottle. I've got my guacamole like, you know, tacos. Um. <laughs> For Omen, I go through a bottle pretty much a taco night. Um, that Malort face is probably the hottest one I have from you. That's it's
0: it's it's a nice no... lingering
1: heat, but it's not like so hot my face is melting. It's just like the flavors are up front, but then it's a nice heat. That's fucking good. Yeah, it's really good.
0: I that's really uh, fucking
1: good. Pop. I
0: love. I, I started this joke year like a couple of years ago. Uh, Lingering heat was my nickname in high school. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, because it's like because it's just I mean it's grapefruit juice, onion like sweet onions, banana peppers. Um, most of our other stuff like you've seen like like Decay has a bunch of red jalapenos, red Ombres is mostly carrot based. So mm-hmm. we have all these other produce that help us round out the flavors, but none of those were available. For the malort sauce, if it didn't fuck up the coloring, right? That that makes so, sense. Yeah. So which I is why have a question it's thinner and hotter.
1: Record. I have a question off the record. Um, Death rose and sauce has changed color. What caused
2: that? <laughs> Lindsay, of course,
1: you
0: would
1: ask that. Uh, so well, uh, one of the no, i ask is because I, I had an old version of it that was bright orange, Mine and then is this orange. one's kind of like a green. Like right, mine's like a little bit greener. Um, uh, so what changed that?
0: So they're all, uh, and this could be on the record too. I don't like, it's just the whatever color of Thai chilies are available.
1: Oh, that makes oh, sense. Okay. That so
0: makes it's, it's either green, green or red, and red. Yeah. I mean, I just go like, I live, I'm walking distance on Kimball to Jungbu, mm, oh, and so it's like if oh Jungbu, boy. oh, Jungbu's no. is
1: amazing. I love that place. It's oh, so good. It's what, just so the good. Dumplings, what a location. Like,
0: like do you ever? I mean, I so when I moved into this uh, this apartment with my partner, we're on Kimball. Not to uh, whatever. I don't give a shit if I dox myself. No, Stephanie one's has
1: literally told people where I live, so it's fine. Also,
2: I think I've She's tagged
1: about about her where
0: apartment. I
1: live. <laughs> <laughs> she has tagged her apartment in Instagram posts. Well, I ta- I don't fine. tag
2: my apartment. I tag the poo fountain.
3: Because
1: yeah, oh just, yeah, not yeah, so far you live your apartment. <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, my buddy you t- Devin, sorry, you who tag- plays in Direct Hit, lived in the Pooh Fountain building.
1: I live Stephanie around the tags from the, the- Pooh Fountain. Stephanie Hell tags yeah. the Wicker Park Park, which is 20 feet away from where I live. Well, if you on search- Wicker Park. <laughs> Park,
2: that's what shows up.
1: I'm just saying, it doesn't yeah. matter. You can say you live on Kimball was what the point yeah. is, is that Stephanie used to tag like twenty feet from my apartment.
0: Oh, I <laughs> Nobody
1: yeah. showed up. Nobody shows up to apartments. No. It's okay. Yeah, I'm not. I mean I'm, we might like, now. We might
0: just like, fly there and be like, Give me
1: hot sauce, let us
0: in. Yeah, come out come over. Like I don't have a yard, but we got a dope <laughs> roof. Come and hang out. Um fly in from LA and hang out. SF. Are you sorry, are you in
1: LA? No, I'm in the Bay Area.
0: Oh, much better. Congratulations. Thank
1: you. Um, okay.
2: I do, so, I oh, say I do have like a real question that will come on record that I want to ask about. So, it's it's twofold. So, you have done hot sauces with kumas, which is obviously like a huge deal for us cuz we're huge like kumas fans. But then you also oh my god. wait
1: the garlic jalapeno burger and the um, jalapeno poppers. Out of the oh my god, the
2: jalapeno poppers! I literally dream about. We had sleep.
1: them for the first time while hammered from doing a Mariano's bar crawl, and they were fantastic. <laughs> also,
2: if you ever need a great way to get absolutely shit canned, tanked, just for cheap, you just always bar go to Mariano's. Mariano's.
1: For their happy hour, they have beer for two dollars, and during the winter, it's Great Lakes, Great Lakes Christmas, Christmas sale, which is like a seven or eight percent. It's like seven point yeah. two
0: dollars Yeah, because like Christmas Great Lakes Christmas sale is like seven or eight a pour at any bar,
1: and they were pouring like two dollars for a pint.
0: Two dollars. Yeah. All right. If you want to get if you want to get
1: wasted for cheap, Mariano's. but. Uh, I, 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 I
0: mean, I've I've been drunk in grocery stores a lot, usually without their permission.
1: Marriott uh, has the bar, so you yeah. can get drunk at the bar and then like go to their hot bar for food once things are open again, and you can there are hot bars. Again, oh, I've been
0: I've been hitting their hot bar so every time, and this could also very much be on the record. I haven't been until the pandemic. I hadn't shopped at Mariano's without eating two chicken tenders I didn't pay for <laughs> in years. I'd, like, no, I like my last No, I think
1: that that's the price to to shop at as yeah. a grocery store. Yeah. Like you know how like you're like you can try the grapes for free, you can try the chicken tenders for free. Yeah.
0: yeah. No, I mean I'm I'm pretty sure I've eaten like a like over $1000 in chicken tenders <laughs> at Mariano's. I'm sure they're building like a federal case against <laughs> me. No, it's it's obscene cuz that's like I mean I was living <laughs>
2: <laughs> I wasn't expecting.
0: No, like this is years and years, and this is like going once a week for like three years, and just oh the first god. stop is like go get a little clamshell, put two chicken tenders in it, eat while I'm shopping, dish the clamshell, and then check out and get the fuck out of there. Oh
2: my god, I love it. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah,
0: <laughs> highly uh, recommended.
3: Oh no, my but god. So that's the real
2: question here was. So, you did a collaboration with Kumas, and then you also were a part of the artist, um, like, food
1: catering for
2: Riot Fest.
1: I'm really glad you asked that because that's what I was going to lead up to. And the only reason that we know that you're part of the artist catering for the, like, Riot Fest hot sauce is because my ex worked with the, or. Yeah, worked with the guitarist from Against Me because he was like in Gainesville. Um, so oh, that's James? the only reason. Yeah, that was the only reason. That Wait, does
0: me... does James have a bottle of my hot sauce at his house? I don't know. I hope oh, okay. so. Right. But Shit, he that'd be really um,
1: cool. <laughs> after we broke up, like my ex was like obsessed with Soothsayer 2 because I had picked it up oh, well, and that he was like, "This is amazing." Yep. And then um, James had mentioned to him that. um... They were like you guys were catering the hot sauce for the artist tents and he was like, I wonder if I can get some from him. It was like, if you can get some from him, get some from me too. <laughs> Damn, um, that's
0: so, yeah. uh, so that's he super funny.
1: James Be- from Against Me knows about your hot sauce.
0: From uh,
1: this third hand so, story.
0: <laughs> so I've I've definitely barked up again, if we're talking dream collaborations, uh Against Me is I gave it some 100%. thought on one of our breaks. Like against me is probably my biggest one because, uh, I mean, obviously, like as
1: you Laura, pulled the bottle
0: out, like we're amazing. like we're connected with Typesetter and mm-hmm. Typesetter opened up for against me on a bunch of shows a few years ago,
3: mm-hmm.
0: and like we were we went to the show at Codfish Hollow in Iowa, which is just this awesome like barn. It's just a barn they host shows in. So if Sounds you ever like get the Iowa. chance to go to Codfish Hollow Barnstormers, it's incredible. But we were hanging out there and like I went to the Bloomington show a couple days later and they had talked up the hot sauce with Laura. So I've like presented against me with hot sauce. Like I think we're like hopefully that's that's a 2021 goal. Like let's just we'll all just beat up Laura on Twitter and be like, hey, remember? (laughs) Hey, remember that hot sauce?
1: We should. Um, I mean, my ex and I are not on speaking no.
0: Oh well, we'll we, have, we involve him. Yeah, well, fuck, fuck that James guy. James is a
1: cool as fuck guy because he has like a day job just to like keep busy with that he like does just because he doesn't want to sit at home waiting between tours. So I'm sure that you guys can make you can make this happen. And Against Me is a fantastic band. I love Laura so much. I do too as a person. Oh, I love Laura. I love her so much as a person. So I yeah. am like rooting for this collaboration to happen. And I think that Laura.
0: Laura fucking rules I mean it's just the fact that like James from Against Me like peripherally knows about my company through the Riot Fest Hot Sauce makes my day um and but you were like, yeah, those...
1: listed um, by Riot Fest as like one of the like last minute gifts I think in like 2018 or 2019. Yeah. Um, so like Riot Fest, obviously, I mean you were the hot sauce for we Riot Fest. We were actually but that's really amazing. salty
2: when we found out that you were a part of Riot Fest, and we, as the general public, did not have access
1: to the hot sauce. We were really upset yes, about we, that. We were we so were salty about that, and right. we love so, and we also like will argue. and This is the hill we'll die on. Is that Riot Fest is the best Chicago festival? Mm, Yes. So Uh,
0: yes, that's that's a hill I will put my fucking tomb on. Absolutely. Um, I'm coming
1: back just for Riot Fest next year. My Chemical
2: Romance.
0: So mostly to cry
1: during My Chemical Romance.
0: I that was my biggest like. I was supposed to take this company full time. I was supposed to have all these amazing things lined up for 2020. But nothing pales into the fact that I didn't get to see MCR this year.
1: Oh, no. Like, I'm mad that we didn't get to cry at MCR holding hands and, like, hugging each other like we do at shows that mean something to us.
2: The last Um, time I feel like we really cried at Riot Fest was Weezer. You and I. um, Because of how bad they were? Oh, we love Weezer. Oh, no. We
1: love Weezer. Well, oh no! That
0: that's like, they loved Toto and they covered
1: a bunch of Toto during the riot fest show. That's why yeah. we cried. No, uh, that, no, that I, was an I feel amazing like we show. Cried during
2: the Flaming Lips. Oh no, that's fair. You and I just like held each other during the Flaming Lips in 2019. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I didn't. I didn't cry at the because that was like yeah, Weezer and Flaming Lips. They were. Was that the year? I think that was like 20. Weezer 17. was Weezer
2: was 2018, Flaming Lips yeah. was 2016, and then Nine.
1: 2019. Flameless, yeah. The show we're talking about specifically 2019. was 2019 because when they
2: did they Yoshimi, did Yoshimi. Yoshimi okay. battles the Pink
1: Robots, yeah, back yes. to front. And then that was the same year that was Block Party, Silent Alarm, Back to Front.
3: Oh, that Block um, Party we show also killed.
1: We were also, we, like, holding Yeah, we were doing that. That was
2: my first time seeing Block Party, so I was, like, same. very excited about
1: that. Yep. Also, I saw, same here that the B-52s and,
0: um... Oh, the, the B-52s the were the people. best show of that year. Dude,
1: the B-52s, we kept joking about buying, like, inflatable lobsters to send through the crowd, and then we just did it, and people had actually done it.
0: Oh, that, like, the B-... I saw a lot of great sets that weekend. The B fifty twos were the best. The village people they were fantastic. the village people had a wall of death. They saw oh, yeah. the memes. They were into it. It was so, <laughs> so good. We
1: were very like much a fan of the Facebook events that were like a wall of death during YMC during Macho yeah. Man and like we were yeah. like, Let's do it. And we couldn't get through. It was so, it was tight, so tight to get through. It was so crazy. For the village people. They
0: they really they underestimated the amount of people that really wanted to see Village People in B-52s. Because oh, yeah. they had them at the, like, the third stage. They should have been on a bigger stage. stage. They should they have, have been like on, on the backstage. backstage.
1: Yeah, they should have been. Agreed. Um, that was, I think last year was also the year, not last year, two years ago, was when we saw The Garden. Oh my um, god,
2: and they just wrestled each other on stage. Because
1: <laughs> The Garden know, is yeah. the two yeah. twin
2: brothers. They're, and they just literally wrestled. So they're wrestled. like this...
1: I don't even know Tight. how to describe their music other than like straight up chaotic noise. It's like
2: noise. Um, it, It's like death grips, but with like a rock sound.
1: Yeah, death grips is some kind of like metal background. It's fantastic. They're twins. They're like wild. They'll fight each they other. They literally started sort of wrestling really on stage. We were like, what do we want? It's so to entertaining. You? We have videos yeah. of them like dancing like like psychopaths. It's it's a band to check
0: out. I am definitely going to check that because like Ride Fest has been one of the festivals like, and I've been to like like Bonnaroo and Coachella and yep. Pitchfork and fucking everything else, but Ride Fest has had the most acts that, Like I will just stop in my tracks and be like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah,
1: we discovered like, the Who because of oh, that. Oh, the Who is so
0: good. Fest. Oh, the oh like some the some H-U? Mongolian metal. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah,
1: the Mongolian throat singer. Yeah. And, like, Riot yeah. Fest, I think, is the festival, we always talk about this, but, like, Riot Fest is, like, where we feel at home, where, like, people look like us, people act like us, they're just like us. And, like, we'll go to Lala, because we like a lot of the music of Lala, mm-hmm. but, like, we feel like it's all, like, high schoolers and, like, Gen Z. Yeah. But, like, Riot Fest is all, like, aging, like, hipster, aging, like, emos and aging metal kids that are, like, like, fucking living their last days out, enjoying that shit, and it's, like... I, it's Listen, amazing. I want yeah. to go to a
2: music festival where I can drink that all rise orange wit all day every day. And the, I mean,
1: and the beer, the fact that it's not like, I mean, they have Goose Island beer, but like all rise beer is fantastic, and they have a and all rise like sells out. 100%. Oh yeah, dude, dude Fest the, the by, like, Wonder the beer the second day good. it's sold out.
0: Yeah, no, I mean they they do an incredible job. I mean to go back to. The original question, like, I mean, we've, I've been lucky to have become friends with a number of the people who put on Riot Fest.
1: Wait, do you know Riot just, Fest, Mike?
0: I do not. That's, I don't, I don't know Riot Mike. That's unfortunate. I hope to at some point.
1: So, um, the reason I asked that is because I thought Riot Mike was a real person up until, like, two years ago, and then Stephanie graciously told me that it's not a real person. It's just, like, um, whoever's running and the Twitter I account. still... Don't believe that Ryan Mike isn't a real oh. person.
0: Well, I'm gonna yell at my f- my friend who I will not name right now because I'm pretty sure he's been running the Twitter and letting me look like an <laughs> asshole for these thought, past like, two my,
1: years. Point, my no, point I, I legitimately meant, thought Ryan Mike was like the founder of Riot no, Fest. Riot and, like,
2: Mike. Whenever like, just you like, like you get an email from Ryan Mike,
1: it's like, oh, the, this is like the 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 Kyle of Riot yeah. Fest, and he's telling us this, but he's apparently not I'm, a real person. I I don't. If Stephanie's to wrong... No, 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 if Stephanie's wrong, say that. it. <laughs> if you think Stephanie's wrong, you I, say it. Alright,
0: I believe... I am. I have been led to believe that there's someone named Mike who is the mastermind behind Riot I mean, Fest. I'm suck sure he's not, a he person, was, but... Has never, you're wrong. He's never been, like... He's never, like, really done much publicly. Like, there's a lot of talking heads for that. But, to my knowledge, there is a Riot Mike, but Riot Mike is not writing... Tweets no, and exactly. Suck it, my oh, my
2: interpretation Suck it. has always been that Riot Fest Mike
1: is just like no, but whoever like you told me that Riot Twitter. Mike wasn't a real person and like it no, wasn't someone that even existed. That you you the way you made it seem was that like it was just a made up <laughs> like like fantasy person that I they just, just like decided it was going to be like the, the face of the Riot the Twitter Fest Twitter
2: account. I didn't say no. Anything.
1: You made it seem like I'm, it was just a made up person. <laughs>
0: I'm. I'm You're fairly right. certain that Ryan Mike is not a pseudonym.
1: Like, right, she had made it seem like it was a pseudonym, and it was just like a fake person, and like, but, it was all but run Ryan by someone Mike's else, and like Ryan Mike wasn't a real the person. Twitter account. So on Twitter, no, it's a but pseudonym. that's fine. But Ryan Mike is a real person.
0: So he technically Ryan Mike could be both a person and a pseudonym.
1: Okay, I mean, fair.
0: So I think we'll. I think we'll compromise on that one. <laughs> uh,
1: so though, what I'm hearing. Though, is. I
0: mean, you guys you guys have had the Perdition hot sauce before. Yes. yes. That's the Ride Fest hot sauce.
1: Okay. I think everybody knows my favorite Chicago band is Post Animal. Yes, we all know. I love them very much. Um, also incredible. Yeah, they're so good. They're so good, and we've had many encounters in the wild with them, but like, one of my favorite bands, like, period, is Post Animal, um, before I lived in Chicago as well. Um, so post-animal, um, but as I have been exploring <laughs> lesbian music, because TikTok, talk, TikTok has told me I'm a lesbian, even um, though you're in a, la, la, la.
2: A, a heterosexual relationship.
1: Yes. Um,
0: oh yeah, um, you should, you should talk to my partner about TikTok Turning you in a lesbian even though you're in a heterosexual relationship. No,
1: my boyfriend is literally like I know that you're basically like bisexual, but you're just dating me because you uh, you've been dating me since the beginning of quarantine and <laughs> you probably like would have like explored that a little bit more. Um La Lala La La, um is I've been listening to her a lot. And then um Twin Peaks, obviously. So my favorite Chicago band of all time
2: is no longer a band cuz they broke up and ruined my life with Knee High. They ruined my oh. life when they broke up, but now my favorite Chicago band is Deeper. Or yeah,
0: like deeper super good.
2: I like Dead. I
1: lo- There's that's kind of one of the things I miss about like, living in Chicago is how many like local shows we went to I go know. see. Um, and not even just local to Chicago, but we'd go see, like, Disc, and, like, um, Disc opened we, I mean, for shame on New Year's Eve could. of 2019. I remember. Even though they're a band that from Madison, Wisconsin. Show. Yeah. Um, we would just go see, like, yeah. random Chicago bands that we could, and, like, uh, like, Cole... We went to see... So, we, we, saw, we saw Jay Fernandez yeah, at, Yeah, we saw like, Jay
2: Fernandez Kohl's. at Cole's,
1: We saw Slushy play, yeah. um... Yeah. Like I miss that. I miss like yeah. seeing like, and I don't know who's gonna like introduce me to local bands here and like go to dive bar shows with me. But um, one of my favorite things about Chicago is like going to dive bars and seeing like random shows of bands that like would later eventually blow up or get bigger. Um, and
0: well, it's funny you mentioned Coles specifically in that because Coles is a very unique spot in the fact that like. I mean Coleman. Like I've met the because we we released our Malort Hot Sauce. Stop dropping
1: names. Why do you got to know everybody?
0: Because and why did why did we just... know
1: you like before quarantine? Where we like we could have met all these people with you.
0: Yeah, yeah. Come and come and hang out and oh, I God mean, damn Cole, it, Kyle. I mean, Coleman. Why did like...
1: Why why did this
2: friendship <laughs> relationship hey, start? One of us is <laughs> still here. It's just not you. Yeah. Um, so keep telling um, your story about Coles, though. I want to hear more about where you were going with this. Oh, I mean, I just,
0: I just think like, it's like Coles is a wonderful place where it's just like, cause I mean, you, when you consider like so many like venues and bars mm-hmm. in Chicago, like, like this is a punk bar, like oh, totally. this is a hip hop bar, like this is whatever, like Coles will have literally who the fuck ever yeah. that wants to be there. And I think that that's an incredible way to approach it. And, like, they've never, from what I've seen, like, they don't approach hip-hop in a different way that they approach punk rock, as they approach comedy. It's just, like, come in, be cool, and, like, let's all have a good time. And I think, like, that's really been a strong point of what is legitimately the grossest bar (laughs) since the mutinies closed
2: yeah i mean cole's is gross my my go-to catchphrase that i like to use all the time i actually adopted from beauty bar um is be cool or beat it and that's their the stamp that yeah. they use when you come in is be cool or beat it and i use that phrase in everything cuz beauty bar is also disgusting and it's my favorite oh, it's place horrible. it is my favorite place in the entire world
0: i uh i had a real deep 20 like early 2017 in beauty bar where it was just like, actually, I should grab a computer charger because I am almost out here. Uh, but Beauty Bar was so wonderful. It's like Sunday night, emo mm-hmm. night. Like, yeah, I don't give a fuck about work tomorrow. And I am going to get flagrant. Like, if I was ever to be, I've luckily I've never been cut off at a bar outside of, like, one we incident. We haven't
1: either. Our friends have. Law I've never been personally,
0: I, I just caught a look on that one. I've never been personally cut off, but I've been cut off by proxy. Uh, but I have, I am shocked that Beauty Bar never said, like, you need to go the fuck home.
1: Uh so let's do a last shot um and then last question. Ooh yeah. So question is favorite hot sauce as we take this last All shot right. more. Cheers. 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 Oh the
2: the question of favorite off. hot sauce is really hard for me. So
1: do you want me to start? Yeah, you go first, because I have a natural answer. So my favorite hot sauce is not a real hot sauce. It's my favorite. My parents' pepper sauce. Um, it's like a Caribbean staple. It's basically blended up uh, Scotch bonnets and like uh, Trinidad scorp. Uh, Trinidad scorpion is that what it's called? Yeah. Um, just blended up peppers mixed with carrots and vinegar. And it's super that hot sounds and so the only good. way you can dilute it is by adding more vinegar. Um, but it's fantastic and it's so hot and so flavorful because of like they add the right amount of vinegar that like you add it to to eggs, you add it to like curry and whatever you want to add it to and you get like the flavor of peppers. And that is my favorite type of hot sauce, is just like pure pepper with vinegar. Um, and I have not ventured into making it myself. So I've only ever had like my parents version of it that I smuggle in like luggage that like you, (laughs) you'll take some out of and then you add more vinegar to, (laughs) and then you take some out of and you add more vinegar to it. Um, and it lasts years, like they make it for years and it lasts years because you're just adding vinegar and you're taking a little pepper out of it and adding more vinegar and putting a little more pepper in it um and it's like unparalleled to the level of heat and the level of just like pure pepper flavor and i think that that's like part of the reason that i have this love of hot sauce is because i grew up with this um and it's just like like very um i guess like a hipster way of eating hot sauce but uh a very like uh fundamentalist way of having hot sauce is just like this Caribbean uh pure spice level. So
2: um I can go next. So Sorry, I'm applying chapstick right now. But it, so,
1: but if I have to pick a hot sauce, it's El Yucateco.
2: Oh, I'm sorry, you didn't actually pick a hot sauce. <laughs> oh, well,
1: we'll get to
0: we'll get to Yucateco.
1: But if I have to pick an actual hot sauce, it's El Yucateco. So
2: triple X. I I grew up. My parents are both white Midwestern people. We did not have spice in anything. I did not understand how much I liked adding. Hot sauce to my foods until I was in my 20s. Like, it took a long time. Um, My favorite, my first experience with hot sauce actually was sriracha.
1: Wait, is it, oh, Kevin, say, is it Louisiana? No, it was, hot, it was
2: no, uh, it should have been because Crystal is damn good, but no. Yeah. Uh, my first experience oh, with hot sauce. Oh, are we taking other people's picks now? Sriracha. <laughs> actually, it was. Putting sriracha on my pizza at Home Slice in Lincoln Park. Nice when I lived out there. Nice. So I actually don't like sriracha that much. I put sriracha.
1: It, it's it's a certain nowadays. It's like a very sriracha has sriracha. a certain place. It only goes well with a few yeah. things. I like the I like the chili sauce that they make. I use that the a chili, lot. The garlic, the chili, chili garlic. One, yeah, yeah. But I don't use sriracha. And I would agree with you. Like, I used to use sriracha a lot. And now that I've, like, explored more into the hot sauce flavors, I use it less. Um, But, but, like, the chili garlic is super good. Yeah, but
2: so, favorite actual hot sauce is really hard. So, I would say either El Gu, so El Yucateco, or... Man, Kyle, I've burned through a lot of red ombres. I have gone so, through so that was, <laughs> I much just want to, like, embrace. admit that.
1: I didn't want to admit that, and that's part of the reason I said, like, the pepper sauce my parents make, but, like, if I was picking, like, a brand, it's L.U. or red ombres, because I put red ombres on literally everything, like... That's, when we worked together, incredible. we would get breakfast burritos at work yeah. and like pour either Lu or pour red ombrés on it, and it's. I used so when we worked together
2: burritos. back in you know several years ago,
1: we like I well used we would joke about getting, getting like a food service size bottle of red ombrés. We went through bottles. Oh, I of I, I wish hombres, I would have known. I would
0: have I would have like sold. I would have given you guys like a quart jar of red ombrés, like. We Let's have, back. a there's, there's this girl, um, that, like, also, like, she lives right off of Division, um, don't want to put out more information that That's I'm privy to give, fine. but like, she, she's come up and have, like, will go up to us at like, do Division or, like, Renegade Craft on Division and buy-
1: Renegade eight, Craft! Eight That's bottles- when... Renegade Craft is when we've discovered you. It was not Due Division. It was Renegade Craft. I told craft.
2: you it was Renegade Renegade Craft and you were like, "No, it was
1: Due Division." I was like, "Okay, right, whatever well, I you wrong. say. It was Renegade Craft." Sorry, continue.
0: But she would come up and she'd like, "I want eight bottles of uh Big Smoke." And I was just like, "Thank you, but like also like you're like I've seen you here multiple times like I can just like you don't need to just keep like feeding the meter on this. Like I can just give you a quart and a squeeze bottle, and like you just have this like as your own. So See, if ever that's an interest, like please. That's let me know. what
1: I fucking love about you, Kyle. Is that a lot of people would be like, "Yeah, I'll take your eighty dollars," but you're like, "No, I'll so I'll sell you a, like a bulk buy of it." And a lot yeah. of companies would be like, "No, I'll take your fucking money." But you are the kind of person that's like, no, I appreciate your service, and I appreciate that you're buying my shit, and I will sell it to you, like, cheaper than buying eight bottles. And What's... that's why you're – that's why Soothsayer is my favorite brand of hot sauce. Soothsayer is and, like, my favorite brand not of just, sauce well. <coughs> Not just saying this because we're interviewing you, but, like, I have argued with many people, and Stephanie I have had many conversations <laughs> about how – Soothsayer is our favorite brand yeah, of hot sauce. 100%. And part of the reason I made such a large purchase before I moved out here was because you delivered Chicago with no, like, delivery fee. So I was like, I'm going to buy a bunch of fucking Soothsayer before I leave and have to pay, like, whatever delivery fee to get it out to California because I'm still going to buy Soothsayer while I'm out here because it's fucking fire. But because you do shit like that is the reason that we will die on this hill with you <laughs> because you are fucking fantastic and like without a doubt we'll like support you till the day So
2: with that
1: thank
0: you. We
2: should tie this up. Wait,
1: no, Kyle didn't say his favorite oh, house. Oh, I'm sorry. House. Oh my god. Kyle, oh yeah, let me let me get, me get mine in. Favorite house. house? <laughs> no, <laughs> I just went off on a tangent. I'm sorry.
0: So, uh I mean eight eight thank you for that. That's fucking incredible like it's still it's still so crazy to me that like I mean I I grew up as a huge music fan I tried to play guitar I tried to play bass I suck at either of those (laughs) and I was like all right this is my creative input to the world and like and it's still so wild to me that like people really like it like that's that is like earnestly like a very new experience for me and so, like, for people who do is like, yeah, I'm not gonna like milk you for whatever like money I can get out of it. Like, thank you for supporting me, and like, yeah, here's a bunch of fucking hot sauce. Like, have fun.
1: No, that's uh, amazing. That's so much fun. Like, but it, when I say that, like, we love your hot sauce. It's it's not just because like you're on the podcast right oh now. No, oh no! Oh, I know you. This. You have pulled you,
0: out like, so you, many bottles when, of hot sauce. You proved it. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, for for people not on the camera, there's five different hot sauces being held up. Uh, I have no. Three, that's that's there's... incredibly, incredibly fucking I have flattering. Three, but
1: there's one in the fridge.
0: Well, I'm. Yeah, I know. I mean, you you drove them out to California in your car, which is fucking yeah. ridiculous. I don't know. Like I, it's crazy to me the fact that like what I've done's been recognized in the way it is, and like. Like I said just, like, a little bit ago, like, I've never had a plan for this. Like, I'm just—I'm just fucking doing what makes sense at the time, and I'm glad that that's been received. I'm glad we've been able to help people. Um, I'm glad I'm able to drink a bunch of beguiled beer and do this podcast. (laughs) Uh, I also want to hear, after we—after I do my top hot sauces and we cut this episode— Maybe we save it for the next one, but, like, top five, like, scene core bands from the mid-2000s. Alright, so I'll wrap this up. Uh, Top five favorite, or top favorite hot sauces. Uh, Marie Sharps, Which is a uh, habanero-based hot sauce company from... I believe they're Bolivian? Okay. But they do... So, Marie Sharp's was absolutely the inspiration for Perdition.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, When I was touring, like, that became, like, a staple of hot sauce in, like, states like Louisiana and Texas, Mississippi, Arizona, places like that. It, like, it's now grown to be around the Midwest as well. But they do a lot of what we've tried to do, uh, which is find other very fresh very bright ingredients and make it into something very tasty involving hot peppers all
3: right Um,
0: cool. so marie sharps is huge uh yucateco is yucateco green like i am going through my seventh bottle of quarantine (laughs) okay yeah it's so goddamn good. It's delicious. Yucateco
1: is so, it's good. so good. Like, The green, the red, the triple X. I use the triple X. Everyone. And yeah, every, it's fantastic.
0: Every flavor is amazing. I got to, like, uh, for the past couple of years, I've gone to the national restaurant show that they have at McCormick mm-hmm. Place, and Taco has, like, they're, like, little, like, everyone has these, like, grand ice displays. Like, Vienna Beef has, like, a three reblock Chicago hot dog carts, fucking crazy. But Yucateco just has this little tent, and I'm like, hey, I love what you're doing here. Like, do you want hot sauce? Do you want a Yucateco koozie? Like, I have a dozen Yucateco koozies right now, and I love it. I will. I will.
1: No, I, will yeah, I, want. I
0: will send you. I will send you the extras. Please yeah,
1: do. Please do. Uh,
0: no, they're they're fucking incredible, and they're like. Even though, I'm like, sorry. They're, and they're... also,
1: there's a hot sauce convention. How did we not know about that?
0: Oh, this is a national restaurant show. Okay,
1: yeah, just plug anything you want to plug.
0: Um, I guess the the only thing I have to plug is uh, where we have a hot sauce that's pre order for the new album by the polyvinyl band Juju. Uh, so pick that up. It is a, uh, well, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll send you guys. It's a,
2: yeah,
0: it's a Szechuan Pepper Verde. So it's wild. We're going to buy it. Yeah. It's, it's going to be fun. Uh, I'm stoked to participate in like an official record release. Like that's such an honor to have someone's art attached to what I'm doing.
1: That's amazing. Anything else? Do you have any releases coming up, or are there any like drops?
0: Uh, I mean, follow follow what we're doing on Instagram. That's our most active platform. We have. I'm currently working on ten projects to put out in 2021, so oh, we're yes. going to be very busy. So there's going to be a lot of new stuff. Uh, in the meantime, uh, keep buying GameStock and AMC stocks, uh, and build
1: the bear stock and nokia fuck, and blackberry yeah, and, nokia,
0: and and blackberry and uh,
1: blockbuster
0: fuck the financial institutions <laughs> fuck the patriarchy fuck the oligarchy uh you know bye what
1: soothsayer. let's
0: buy by soothsayer because you know what we're the official hot sauce of the revolution
1: yes you yes. are yes you are Alright. Thank you for joining us, Kyle. We appreciate it. And this has been probably one of the most fun episodes that we've ever done. I'm sure we
2: will have <laughs> one coming in the very near
1: future. Yes. We'll have we'll is, have I another mean, easily this has been so right. the best guest that we've ever had and the most fun interbrew that we've done.
0: Thank you, Lindsay. Thank you, Stephanie. This is been a fucking it's been a ride it's been a privilege and uh i i can't wait to uh get drunk together in the very near future
1: right
2: <laughs> thanks everybody for listening if you enjoyed this show please go on your favorite podcast streaming service and give us a five star rating and write us a review
1: no if one you ever leaves us a- reviews
2: <laughs> if you write us a review we will read it on the show And we say this every episode and no one has written us a review. So keep that in mind. You could be the first. The second. We've done this
1: two years ago. With Marcus. Um, It could be you.
2: You could be the next person that we read their review. (laughs) Your name could be here. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Cool. Make sure you listen through the outro to hear our social media handles. Please interact with us on social media. We love to talk to you guys, so please talk to us. We will talk to you.
1: All right, that was the episode. So we love hearing from you, um, and if you want to contact us, you can do so through our email address. It is drunkanduncultured at gmail.com. We are also on Facebook at Drunk and Uncultured Podcast. Our Instagram is Drunk and Uncultured. And our Twitter is Drunk Uncultured. No ant. And as always, I'm Lindsay, and you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and untapped at LindsaySoldOut. And I'm Stephanie, and you can find me on
2: untapped, Instagram, Twitter, and Tumblr as underscore stephencolor. And you can also follow my concert Instagram at Shitty concert blog. Stay drunk, guys. See you next time.